You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome to the All In Podcast, the podcast that brings you a new perspective on the dental industry. I am Shane McElroy, and I'm joined, as always, by Blake the Madman McClellan. How are you, buddy? Tired, but good. I keep trying to think of different ways to introduce you, and I, and I, I get no better at it. Yeah, I'm just, I just like, I don't even need an intro. Like, just like, hey, that other guy, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> the co-host. The, the guy. The co-host. Uh, that just it's scrambles. like Spodak and Bolden. Like, uh, Spodak has relegated himself to the co-host. He let Peter be the host. <laughs> like, it you matters. Know, it, it, I applaud you. And, I, like, it's tiring, though, man. Like, when you have to do all this stuff, like, like let's keep it real. You know, it is a full-time job doing all of this content and all that stuff once it has uh some validation right once you actually see that there's some return on the investment of time it becomes a drug right and then so you yeah. know if you look at from dia being an in-person event to D, uh, implant compare and all the content we make on the platform and then for social media but dude it's exhausting i'm not gonna say who but one somebody that a mutual friend of ours quit instagram this week and said that his daughter was in his lap and he was going through posts. And he said, okay, that's enough. Oh, really? Yeah. He was he going through, he was, he was sliding through the feet and he deleted it. And he said, and I said, good for you. You know, like I applaud you. And, and, and he goes, man, it just, it's, it needs to compliment me, not become a drug. And it does. And so that's fair, by the way, I view social media, it can be addictive. I, I look at it as more of a tool for just getting the word out, but I don't think everybody views it that way. And I've had to pull my kids away from stuff. Like TikTok to me is addictive. I'll sure. sit there for like an hour. And I'm like, what did I just waste my time doing? Like I laughed, I enjoyed it. But after a certain point, it's like, what am I doing here? I could be valuing my time, my kids or my kids see posts on Instagram and stuff, but they like, the, they're weird, man. They like the blood and the the bone. I know that sounds freaking weird, but they like this stuff. I don't know. Especially Wyatt. But it's, it's balanced and, and that's fine. If it compliments you, it's fine, right? It just, once it becomes a drug, like it's, Okay, let's say, for instance, um, these people that post about how great their life is or whatever, you know, they only post the glamour stuff, right? And yeah. they're trying to be um, influential in status, right? Like like David was talking about in the last podcast. And instead, what they're looking for is validation. And they were the ones that got really upset about the likes uh, going away on Instagram and things like that. And I think it, because that's- I can't wait for that, by the way. I cannot wait for that. I can't either. You know, it's honestly given me the confidence to start posting blindly, like more. Um, I just now I'm trying to stay consistent with posting content, like kind of like Barstool Sports or whatever. Yeah. But you know, I, I I'm finding that. And by the way, make it loud. My wife just pulled up, so the dogs are gonna go crazy. That's all right. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's great. You know, we we still have it on the implant compare platform, like likes. But I think reason- it's different for that platform because it's not – it's a certain amount of community. I think there's a – it's kind of a plateau effect in any platform. There gets to be a point where it's you just want the likes. And once – like my kid wanted to do something on YouTube and he goes, how many people do you think will like it if we do a video? I go, I'm not helping you do a video on YouTube if you're doing it for the likes. You don't need to care about what anybody's doing. I go, I'll help you, but only because it's something you want to do. And you like it and that's all that matters. Good on and, you. Um, Cause like, think about it. when you're scrolling through your feed, how many times do you like shit of mine or I like shit of yours without it? I, I may not have seen it. 
I all you know time, I mean? all time, honestly, right? Because I've either seen it through a text with you. Oh no, it, and it became more of a support thing. So I think it's good that it's going away because they're in a, a point where they need to change it up. Implant Compare is still trying to bring people to it and motivate them for content. Whereas we know the motivation with Instagram, right? Because now people have made careers off of it, stuff like that. Whereas sure. I see new, so we're just going to keep it for a while because I think it also helps gain help users identify good content versus bad content on the platform. Because we're getting to that point, where we're going to have. So many, so much coming All in. All engagement, though. On, like, let's talk about IG for a second. I'm sorry to interrupt. I think the most important thing and the reason you call it social media is not to get imaginary likes from people for them just pushing a button. They didn't even look at it. But if they really liked it or they didn't like it or whatever, they're going to comment. And I think that's where you actually yeah. get true engagement connecting with other people right no, like uh, the important part i think it's good you know and and, and even with uh, i think videos help that too because they made it more about the views and not the likes yeah. and you know you're still got they're going to have this gamified aspect because that's part of the you know unique well it's, it is addictive company. in a way and they want to keep people on the platform so but there's got to be a reason instagram's getting rid of it though they they're not doing it cuz they're kind and, and gentle people you know what I mean? I'm not bashing them. I'm just saying, like, it's no. A there's a. There's business. always. Yeah, I mean, there's always. They're not. There is no altruistic. You know, tech company. Let's be We're honest. We're gonna get David Atia on, and he's in Australia, and that's where they test it. So I'm interested to see his perspective on that. Uh, when yeah. We interview him later this week. That'll yeah, be that'd awesome, be interesting. Actually. You know, I think it. I think it's good, and I think that that's where the it needs to be for dentistry as well, because it needs to be less about how many followers they have that account has because you, there's a ton of shitty accounts out there that just like spam yeah, Instagram dude. and they, you know, they've got a bunch of, you know, fake Russian followers. I think it needs to be more about like who you're following and what that personality is. It's, it's a new way. Like I tell the brands all the time. It's a new way for the stage. Uh, you know, the, the old medium for it's medical quality dentistry over quantity is too. It usually like, I think the old way to view it is like, how many followers you have and there's nothing wrong with that They're like that's and especially nowadays it's harder to get followers because the algorithms and stuff like it's not as easy like on tiktok you can get a lot uh instagram has become much more difficult but it's the quality of the followers you have like i was kind of rolling i sent you some images and i'm not gonna say who some of these people are but like so the people follow on the podcast instagram page they're dude that's pretty cool. Like I started looking at them, I'm like, oh my god, they're listening or they're following us. They're really yeah. That's in more our industry about, a big deal. It should be more about your your community, right? Like, but yeah, you know, it, it is weird because what does it really matter? Nothing, you know, what, is it, what does it really matter at this point? If it's not bringing value to you in your life, the metrics don't they don't mean a damn thing. Yeah. You know, like if it's these not your business. Are, who cares? Yeah. Like, I'll be honest, like, look, this is my business. I mean, it built what I am today. I mean, not for who I am as a person, not by any means, but it helped me get what I saw as a vision for this industry and some tools and mechanisms that I want to get out there. It, it helped, helped you build a brand online it, because it, it was, it's a platform like anything else, like TV, radio, whatever. What is cool though, is that I would not be a partner in a dental conference if I did no. not have the Instagram hundred percent. No, one no, would have there's zero the chance of it. And not like in a negative thing on you. It just couldn't have happened before because how would you have connected with all these people? So Bro, I find it interesting now. We look at all these platforms where it used to be like TV and radio, right? Or you meet up at the town hall or whatever, right? Like way back in the day. And now it, what is cool is there's so many platforms now to get out there and connect. So if you have a message or a story or whatever, um, the tools are out there to create the content in an interesting way, very cheaply, mostly free. 
and you can get it out to anybody. If it's good, it's going to get big. And so you have so many content creators now, but like even us doing the podcast, um, can you imagine 10 years ago, this being a thing, we would have said that radio or audio is going away. It's all video. That's what the data was showing. The data wasn't wrong. And now the it's going back kill the, other the radio way. star. You know, let's keep it it's real. It's going back the other way though, because what, <laughs> what do you, do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Cause I do, I do when I'm driving my car or I'm working out. It's like, I, I passive do a few, listening. I would say my most consumed medium uh, would be video on demand with like Netflix and stuff like that with a wife. And then I would say second would be video in the form of LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. They're all, I would say equally, I use all of them the same. And then the podcasting I do, like you say, like driving, airport, things like that. So for me, it's a little different. I am not as active on LinkedIn as I should be because I know what that platform can do right now and it's wide open, but I don't enjoy it as much. And that's a big part of it for me. I, don't, I just, I don't enjoy it as much. <laughs> so I don't I, engage with I get as much. that, you know, and, and I'm struggling with that with TikTok right now. Like I've posted like nine or 10 things on TikTok just to try to be the geezer participating. I like the content though. You know, I love the content on there. They're, the kids are killing it with the, with the way, like I'm watching these bull riders and they're doing it to different songs. And then I'm watching uh, these like girls that are just random people, you know, with influencers popping on there doing their funny little yeah. voiceovers. It and, like, shows you what you like. Cause you're seeing bull riders and girls and I'm seeing basketball moves and, and old people dancing. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, really, the AI is uh, stereotyping uh, me. That's spot on buddy. But you know, I try to do it. I like the, uh, we were talking with David about these old people doing TikTok. It's really funny. I think that Dennis could run with it. I really do. I could see the dental practice getting involved. I would. And you make these short segment videos, you know, with each assistant or a staff member, and then you're you're playing, you know, some funny music to it. Like I would let them run wild with TikTok. So let's but, talk uh, about let's so all right. What's kind of interesting is just had the sales meeting. And you know, I do all this. The poster thing was big for DIA and and for a lot of my clients, a lot of my guys saw that. Like it was cool. It was it was something so I learned on, how to let's do. Back, let's back it up. Okay. So you said you had a surprise for me at DIA. You show up with a poster of all the speakers in the Avengers uh in game slash uh <laughs> yeah, it took a long time, but it was yeah, you, the, 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 and you had all these Marvel superheroes, right? But all the speakers' faces on them. It was amazing. It was really cool. Everybody loved it as a hit. And then it evolved out to this to more. And then yeah, I started doing it for my customers. So if you spend enough money with Shane over here, he will make you a superstar on a poster. <laughs> it was so cool. It was awesome. But it it was some little thing that you did and it was relatable for you because your kids and you're into this and you're a nerd and you know all that stuff. <laughs> That's true. I am a and you have way too much free time. Anyway, so um <laughs> if Bogan's listening, he should have a pay decrease. I'm just yeah, saying he you saw know, my I, numbers, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, but it took a compliment what you enjoy, what you do, and, and and man, you can hit a home run. And and like that's where I think that this whole branding about yourself is the best thing in the world if you embrace it. It is tiring, but for me it, it it's making my company. So I, it's a job for me because it's half the things I do in a day. But if if you can do it, dabble with that, it compliments you, right? Well, it, it, Self-branding, but hold on. I'm going to interrupt you because I just want to put one thing in there. One thing I learned at DIA from David Beebe is um, make like whoever your customers, your story is their story or whatever. And that's what I was trying to do with that is like my people are my story. It's not self. It's not just self-branding. It's my people. Do you know what I mean? That's how I try to view it. I learned a lot from that, dude. It's again, complimenting you. It's not you doing something you're not comfortable with and going outside the box. It's just you doing something that you would have naturally done anyways, but not without you pushing you me, buddy. You would have been as bold had you not been on social media and feeling that 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 confidence boost, right? Yeah, so it is true. a double-edged sword. 
it, but but again, you have run with it. You're a prime example of how beautiful social media can be with the right balance. It is yeah, making people balance. overnight success, you know, in any industry. But it's also doing dentistry. But it's but it, it's not overnight. When I say overnight, and that it's it's a I year. I think people see minimum. it all at once. But that was years in the making, right? Like that sort of thing. It's just people it, notice it, now. It's a minimum of a year for you to actually like make something of it. It's and it may be years before you actually profit from it. It's not like you're making money. We're not making money on the podcast unless anybody <laughs> no. listening wants to sponsor our podcast. <laughs> I'm <podcasts>. spending it. <laughs> um, but you know, you do this in the hopes that you get something in return. And look, it's backfired on me. I've worked with guys in dentistry, and so have you. It's at it's burnt yeah. you, where you do a lot of stuff for people, and then they go, "Oh, uh, yeah, thanks." Um, wait, wait, what? What? You just made millions of dollars on this deal, or you got this or that? <laughs> all yeah, of a sudden, like, in there. we can't even get in touch with you. All of a sudden, like, you yeah. can't even send me a bottle of scotch. You know, I think that's the problem, though. Is 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 you you have those anxieties and those fears and the doubt in human behavior when you do social media and you make that investment in yourself and put yourself out there and expecting this return, you go, mm, you know what? This is probably just going to backfire. People suck. There's going to be trolls. There's going to be this, going to be that. Someone's going to screw me. Or if I promote this person or I do something for them, like you did with the poster, they're just going to treat me like a, you know, a, a, a peasant, you know, which is, this is how a lot of salespeople feel. Let's keep it real. I think if you go in, in life, if you go in the mentality of like, I didn't do that poster to get anything out of it. Right. I thought sure. that people might like no it. expectations. Yeah. And I did it genuinely. Like I, I do mean this, I did this because you guys have been awesome to me. DIA was cool. I, I was, you know, it's funny. People thought I was involved with it and, and I'm hundred percent not. I'm just an attendee. The guys who created it treated me like I was part of it and they did that with everybody. And so for me, it was truly a thank you. And I hope they think this is cool because they mean a lot to me and I hope this means something to them. Right, well, going that way and everything else is just bold. a bonus. It was a, it was a gamble too, though. You know, I mean, and you you put uh, who'd you put? Um, you put Picos as per, per, for Professor X, right? Yeah. And and so people could take that either way. You put him as like the Godfather, right? In a sense, right? You gave homage to, to me in him. my head. That's a big deal because I love Professor X. Like he's you know right, right. And then, but the, you know, uh, other people say, oh, he's like old, he's the old guy, and, you know, and it wasn't that way at all. But it, I mean, it, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> well, someone, someone made a joke about it uh, that we know. It's, yeah, it, yeah, it knows yeah, him yeah. really well as a friend. And he was like, oh, this, that. But I mean, and point of the matter is, it, you know, look, people are finicky and it, it was a bold move, it, it was a home run. And and what you're doing with Implant MBA is 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 it's working, dude. It's it's actually working. Now, what that means? I don't know. I'm look, just throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks. And it's fun. <laughs> is it helping you in your career? 100. percent horizons. 50 billion percent. Have you teaching a freaking camp on you know what reps should be doing with social media? I don't know why the hell they haven't. Well, it's I, I understand why. Here's why. Um, listen, man, you had if you had like a hundred of me, that would be terrifying for a company because. You know, I'm it's hard to police, but if you, you jump ahead of it, if you get ahead of it before it gets out of your control, you yeah. can't. Salespeople are just notorious for like pushing lines and like from an HR state, like you just can't promote, go wild, you know? So, but then you also, with social media, like you also can't be like, here's the exact way to do it. It has to be, I don't know. Well, and I think, I think Strawman did that and they got, and Nobel may have done that too with the reps. Cause I saw some of them get started and they all had like a, a it was like in uniform. They all changed their their icon, the profile pictures and stuff. You can see that there's some type of mandating there, but I don't think that companies knew about social media at the time either. They're just now learning themselves. 
Oh, and yeah. so I think this is the time that you just take and say, look, here are the no's. Here's what you can't do. But here's the rest, you know, like, because I mean, docs would love this shit, man. You guys could be helping doctors out left and right. So, like, yeah. There's content out there. Well, I mean, listen, I've spoken at some study clubs and I wasn't speaking for Biorizons. Um, we haven't had a lecture together. It was on social media strategies or whatever. And one of the things to tell the reps I was talking about is like, and this goes for any, any sales rep, do not put the company you work for on there. And here's why. It's not that you're ashamed to work in that company at all. It's that inherent. All right. So, you know, you see like a post or something, and then you see a corporate logo on there. Like, I don't want to look at that. That's why. And just try to relate that to your everyday. Um, say I want to, somebody thinks my content's cool and they're a Stroman user or an Astro or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. If I put that orange on their bios logo, then they may not engage with me. And and I think that's a mistake. Yeah, in my opinion. they're just going to be like, maybe you're selling me something. Yeah. You know, but, but because that's how most lectures are funded. Technically. Not, I mean, not kind of. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. Almost 99% of the lectures are funded by some company with yeah. an agenda, you know, and no one's doing it just for the means of it. Like with DIA not having an agenda, that's really part of the disruption. But it, it, it now you're starting to see it from other conference. You've seen it in the tech world, right? It's just oh, a yeah. general uh, journal like TechCrunch doing their disrupt mm-hmm. conference and stuff. Those tend to be the best hosts because there's no agenda. The, the, the lectures come from authenticity, like the TEDx, you know, yeah. there's another one. Oh yeah. That's amazing. That's what's stuff. winning right now though, man. Being honest and real and raw. Like if you, what's, what's the best content on TV outside of Netflix crushing everything and uh, game of Thrones, it's, it's all reality TV. Everywhere you look, there's another reality television series, you know, the bachelor, uh, Florida, Bama shore, Jersey shore, yeah. all that stuff. Dude, I love <laughs> you know, that trash TV. I, just don't, I don't enjoy that content that much. I, I did. I used to. When I was young like you, I used to enjoy that trash. <laughs> well, but I mean, it, it's it's what's driving our industry. Some of the best time slots are going to this kind of content. Um, if you look at Bravo, you know, Andy Cohen, that guy's made a ton of money off these housewives and everything because he produces that. Sure. He's crushing it. I mean, there's different types of like uh, – uh, talk about this all the time, like Dr. Pimple Popper. That's reality TV show, right? Like, but that's a different type of yeah. thing. So I think it's just what it, people want off what this is, what is see Instagram? what they real. What is Facebook? What is YouTube? What, are all these what is videos? everything? These are all, this is all reality TV. Right? It's all so, new mediums for content. Like you don't we, have to be on like, cable television where you can be on Facebook TV or Instagram or whatever and get it, more views actually. I noticed that with David when he was talking, he was talking about the different shows that his he's had his, his friend had a real estate show and a uh, series right and he mm-hmm. said talked about it as if it was on ABC but it was just a YouTube series yeah and that what's changed is we're still being influenced we're still there's still a medium of which we get information and entertainment it's just now moved to our phone so you, our phone, YouTube has more so YouTube and Facebook and, and YouTube and has more users from like the the really money base which is like 25 to 40 year old males or in any demographic than any uh, cable or like satellite company in the world it's kind of crazy like so the mediums have changed completely and with well, now like that's crazy. what my TV service is I have UT TV I pay I think it's fifty five dollars a month. Or th- yeah, I think it's $55 a month and I get all kinds of uh, services, but it's YouTube TV on demand. So we use Hulu, Hulu Live and I think it's like 30 bucks or 40 bucks a month. And then like Netflix, I used to pay like 200 bucks a month for all this crap with cable. And uh, and I realized I don't watch like 98% of it. And my kids don't – it's so funny, dude. I, uh, as an aside, we were watching regular TV on something. I forget where this was. And they're like, 
daddy, can you just go to this part or go watch? I want to watch this show right now. I was like, bro, <laughs> that's not how this works here. And I didn't even know how to describe it for him. All these experiences like on demand, which is wild. And we've gotten, well, because of that, we've become more uh, pretentious about our, our, our content, <laughs> right? We, sure. That's why, Spoiled. that's when it happened is we stopped when we had TiVo and all and on the on-demand TV, right? We could skip commercials. That's when our mindset shifted that we don't want to be shown these ads, right? Yeah. These, these BS ads and all this stuff. And we don't so mean, like David said, real creative on how to get that in there. Um, and you right. bring real and that's value. where you have to just make your own content. That's why everybody from Disney, HBO, they're all owning their own on-demand sure. platform and they're making their own shows. It started with them co-hosting other people's content mm-hmm. And working on other platforms, and now they make all their integration. Own. Yeah, owning and it, and then it's and then the, the final phase is them making their own studios and making their own production. And and Netflix, and Netflix original, today, Hulu original, Amazon original, uh, everything original. Now, well, their profit today was uh, Netflix. They just their, uh, their earnings statement was today, and they were a dollar thirty a share higher, one hundred forty five percent higher than expectations. That's uh, awesome. Their profits this this quarter. Well, and so. think about it. They don't. And and think about how cool TV, like we call TV. You know what I mean? Like these shows are now because they're not bound by the parameters of what a network says. So it's got to be a twenty four minute episode because we have to have six minutes of commercials. And you know what I mean? Like, or a movie has to be an hour and forty five. I just watched. Got done watching The Witcher. Episodes are an hour and fifteen random minutes or whatever. You know what I mean? Like all these different formats and stuff you'd never see on there before. And it, people get to go buck wild with content now. It's got to be savvier. Even like with uh, with Joe Rogan, to be honest with you, I love Rogan. but And I know that's how he's making his money. But the first five minutes of his podcast, I skip because it's commercial, right? Yeah, I don't I – don't, I actually – But I then when he's, on the, when he's on the show talking about something – well, when he's talking about something, when he's like, oh, shit, man, am I on it? You know, I'm taking that, but Alpha Brain, which I take religiously. Yeah. Uh, I, I got because of him, and I love it. And, and you know, he he created a way of doing a new kind of influencer marketing with podcasting. And so I think that, you know, it, it, each medium has its own value, and each one's going to have its own unique audience. Just like DIA has one crowd, Voice of Dentistry has a different crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a happy space for all of this this to happen, right? There's different crowds. But I think if we don't embrace like the balance of it all, then it, then it, we all are, you know, it's not going to be good. You, you, you'll want to, you'll hate it. Right. And it'll become a job. And yeah, well, let's get into content creation real quick. Cause I want to talk about this dude. And, and because you're one of the best content creators I know, um, I hate giving you these compliments, but it's just damn true. You've coached me through a lot of this stuff. Let's, let's just give away the way we do it. Because I had a bunch of people at the sales meeting ask me, I get people all the time, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? And it's not that I'm trained in anything, by the way. Um, we don't, let's just give away all the secret sauce, like what we use for the platforms that we use. I mean, we talk about it in lectures anyways, so why not? You down? I mean, yeah, I, I don't think that I'm a genius in content creation. Yeah, I mean, a genius, I, that- I said really smart at content. Maybe I did. <laughs> I think it was genius. But no, I, I think first of all, playing compare was just resharing other people's content, right? That that's all it was. It but was you gave props to other people, which is a point of content, which made them love you for it. So I, I gave context to it. Exactly. Just like you can repost an article, if you give some context to it, if you look at Barstool Sports, right, or CNN or anything, like that, half the time they're just resharing other articles. Now CNN's big publishing house. That might be a bad example, but other, even WSB TV, like the local news in Atlanta, they're always resharing other news outlets. That's what the AP is, right? The Associated Press releases an article or a news blip, and then people run with that. Well, I so think, I think there's also some of this too. Is like you're you're sharing 
other people's work or them. This is how I view it. John Sheehy just showed his employee on Z Systems. He's the, the president of Z Systems, making his own employee a superstar, builds loyalty with the employee, looks awesome. Now I want to work with this superstar guy, good looking guy. I think his name's Eric or whatever. That caught my attention. It was really smart. Um, you see what I like I do and you do, like I'll be out in the field and I'm showing off my guys, right? People want to see that content, but it's a very high compliment to them. They love that. People share my stuff. I'm like really flattered. It doesn't happen a lot, but it, when it does, <laughs> I love it. You know what I mean? So I think there's ways to like build a community, like what we talked about uh, in the last episode with this content and loyalty by just in what you said, you were sharing other people's stuff, but they loved you for it because it was helping build a community for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always wanted to be the amplifier, right? Because we had a pretty yeah. fast following. We got, pretty, we got a good amount of you followers. You hit Instagram kind of like, like where 5, TikTok 000. is now. You know what I mean? Or maybe yeah, slightly. It was very really early. Yeah. I mean, when we met Peyre, he was like a few hundred followers, you know, and 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 my whole point was look, we don't want to be a plat we don't want to be like the knowledge source. We just want to be the platform in which the knowledge is happening at, right? Yeah. But so but what we, so that was kind of following our model. DIA is a little different. Yeah. It's more about being funny and humorous and relatable. So, you know, the five of us aggregate different content heavily with Brian Balawas, uh on on the feed i mean in the, the theme and stuff he's pretty good at that stuff but you know you gotta figure out what's going to be your best thing don't you can f focus on the aesthetics but less on the aesthetics and all of that and more on what is your what's your agenda what are you going to be you gotta let's say you have to do this for three years yeah do you want to be the guy that does juggling of apples and oranges and then all of a sudden you're out of shit to juggle at, at six months you, you know don't commit to that no and and don't and don't do you know look i'll 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 call you out here. You, when you first started, you were posting and tagging everybody. You were doing the spam tagging. You were <laughs> we had like a fight about it. Ninety too. hashtags. Dude, what the fuck are you doing, dude. <laughs> I was like, stop, stop. It's clueless. I'm like, I, well, and then I and you put it in context where you're like, what would you think if you got tagged? And you're like, I'd be kind of annoyed. And you're like, yep. <laughs> but that's it. Don't don't just tag people. Just tag them. Like, make sure there's relevance, yeah, right? Sure. And and because if you're gonna get their attention you better hit a kill, right? Because let's say that bloody tooth guy, you got a brand new account and you tag bloody tooth guy and it's you with putting on a glove, right? Like what the f he doesn't give two shits about that. But if it's you with a nice extraction or something yeah. and it's relatable, then maybe bloody tooth guy is going to start following you and that will uh, help the algorithm to get you uh, aggregated in people's search on who people, the people they should follow. So it's, it's, there is a strategy always and don't be annoying. This is not about the, the, uh, affecting numbers high level strategy but don't oh, get caught in the minutiae right high level strategy don't yes, get caught well in the said. muck well, you know what i mean because like i think that was hard for a lot of people it's like i don't know what to post or how to post like um what do you like you know what i mean do you think this is funny post that all right i'm gonna give away some of the apps that i use they all on podcasts right so each time we do a like what do you want to call that a cover for whoever the guest is I have an app on my phone. I take, I find a picture. I use Google <laughs> and I find a picture of them. I try to find a, a decent one. And I don't know if you've heard of this before. I haven't even told you about this one. It's called I-M-A-E-N-G-I-N-E. -E. So Imogen, right? So like imagine with image in it. And so you can turn that into like a cartoonish kind of thing or a sketch or drawing different things. I take that and I have a different app. You ever use clippingmagic.com, dude? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, it's the, it's the shit. Uh, That's where you're getting the perfect uh, face editor. Photoshop where you're trying face? to crop stuff out and you suck at it. Dude, yeah. this thing is like 
it's Shane proof. You, you just draw your little lines real fast or whatever. It's easy. In one of my presentations, I have it where it's like, I have one with Tiger Woods and, it, and I do a live video. It's like five seconds. That's how I did this image right here. You can have perfectly cropped images and I take that, save it and drop that into Canva and then have the background their images. And Canva is the, I love Canva. I'm obsessed. Canva's a god. The best thing I've found is since starting it's, any, any, any no matter like business you're stuff, in, you should be down. down they need to thing. pay us for this, but like, actually they don't, they're doing just fine. Um, anytime I do a flyer for a course, I use that because you don't want to use Word. You can turn stuff into PDFs. You can, you can put images. When they created background. WordPress, this is what, what WordPress is to website creation. Canva is to except uh, graphic you still make free people design. out. If you don't know WordPress, you're okay. Like this is like the easiest yeah, form. It's so easy. Other people have put their stuff on there that you can use. They have images and stuff. You can do you do post stuff with it too. They've gotten better on the on the uh, actual mobile app too. It's easy. Well, to now use. you can make videos. Uh, yeah, the mobile app is really nice actually. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, the, dude, the, that is by far, and they're well-funded. Oh, so they're like at this point, they're not going to go anywhere. And, uh, they actually made Adobe a little scared for a while. Uh, but hands down, one of the best sites, Canva, C-A-N-V-A.com. It's like eight bucks a month, dude. It's nothing. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah Cause you can cheap. add teams. You can add, you can add people from your office yeah, to your they team. They can all share the content. My wife's company does that. Honestly, like I use that. I would say probably every day in some it, – it takes me no time now. I'm really pretty quick with it, um, but it's totally worth it. It's quick within thumbs. Watch out for yeah, Shane. now? <laughs> I'm going to be full with that dad bot. This man knows how to grant. Yeah, my thumbs are in <laughs> shape, baby. No, it, it, it's such a good site, man. I, I, I use it in my lectures. It's it's They are great. I've used them for you can four even do years now. They were messy. There. Like you can. Yeah. I don't think it's the best I mean, for PowerPoint, if, but if you can. If you're 12 – yeah, but if you want to be a real G, you get on Prezi. I, I tried. Prezi. I paid for all that because of you, and I never used that shit. <laughs> dude, I'm working on my next one, and uh, it'll be good. I'm doing more videos in my lecture because I think that's what people are responding to, just powerful, big images We can and keep video. a consistent message too and and keep that flow even whether you may be on or off. It's going to be the same message you want, right? So I, that's why I like videos, so I don't have to talk as much. It works out better for me that way. Oh, it is. It is. And, and, and people, there's an emotional trigger with music that, that hits yeah. people. And when, so when they're watching a visual aid and the music's playing, they can really get that empathy. And then you got them. Yeah. You got well, them and with right? video, people learn a lot of different ways. The, the funny thing is, of all these things, video is probably the easiest now. There's so many apps you can edit with. You, we do it all on our iPhone now. Like, it's super easy. It's, it's funny how video has become so easy. <sighs> It is and it isn't because it depends on how picky you are. It is if you're okay with the automation. Yeah. But then if you're not and you want customization and you keep wanting to change it and stuff, you don't want to stick to a theme, you know, it, that's easily that's replicated. That's fair. It takes forever because editors are pain in the ass. Yeah, and the I worst. deal with them all the time. They're the, the worst. They're so worse than an editor is a developer. <laughs> oh my god! That's a Zach Hansen, buddy. If I see Team I see, <laughs> uh, yeah, our CTO. He uh, up there in Boise, Idaho today. Yeah, he can't, he can't up get me from there. I don't think. Like, Actually, or, he probably could. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I mean, developers are just another thing. It's like you're not allowed a perfect product. You got to pay someone to build something that they're saying, "Well, it's going to break," and you're going to have to pay me. You're going to have money. to pay me to fix what I broke. <laughs> like, like. Like it's like buying a used car without all the lies, right? Like it's just uh, like, hey, straight up, you're gonna be here in a month with the pairs. It's it's for, especially because we're such patient people too. That works out really well. Um, yeah. What's another? So that. another one I use. Uh, you know how we do this? The stupid funny post where we put our picture 
into like funny faces or what like movie stuff we crop our faces in that's a that's face and hole uh dot app right so they have it online but you can do it on your phone and so that's, yeah that works really i use well. that to make the post so i used all three of those the canva clipping magic and face and hole those three apps that i think total cost is like 10 bucks a month to do all of that crap and it, and you can do good versions or bad versions or whatever, but I'm telling you that face and hole is the best dollar you will ever spend. And it's free online, like hundred percent free. I'll, I'll drop a gym here then. Um, so with the music on our videos, you have to have music rights or YouTube's going to shut yep. you down. Instagram will shut you down. So you need to own, you have to have the permission to use it. So we, I have a membership with Soundstripe. I think it's kind of pricey. I don't know what the cost is now because they've changed a few times. But I know it's significantly cheaper than, you know, going to like Theme Jungle sure, or, yeah. or Audio Audio Jungle is what's called Audio Jungle. So and, and it's a better UI UX, so it's easy to find. You can search by time, how long you need it to be, yeah. and, th- and themes and moods and all that. But anyways, Soundstripe, um, you can download some really nice modern music. There's some DJs and artists that are they put their new music on there and it's really good. Oh yeah. So I usually make my movies in iMovie and honestly our team doesn't really handle most of it. I handle most of our video content sure. production. Cuz you're good at it and you you've got an eye for it too. It's easy uh, honestly to when you're somebody else what you want. It's an ROI thing. If I've got to tell someone how to do something, it takes just as much time. And then they got to do it and I got to go back and tell them again how I didn't like it and then the third time follow up which is common, right? Yeah. A third time follow up on a website or a web video. Then it, it it it's just a lost leader. But if I can teach myself the software and when I'm laying around in bed at night or up at, you know, when I'm feeling inspired, then I'll make but it you myself. You enjoy doing some of that stuff cuz there's no way you don't cuz I like doing the stupid funny crap. I like I, I know you do, you know. No, I do. And, and the other night my wife, she was like I was like, "Look, babe, um I'm going to stay up and play a little Call of Duty and uh, try to get some inspiration going and, and get some work done tonight. I really need to just zone out. So I stay up to like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. The 12-year-olds own you and talking about your mom. <laughs> yeah, I played well, – I played. it's funny. I played Call of Duty for about 30 minutes, got owned. I was like, oh, that's why I don't play <laughs> exactly. that shit anymore. <laughs> I, I and, and then I put it down, I pick up the laptop, and I from worked from like 10 to, to like 3, 3.30, and I really got a ton of shit done. And I made uh, a new flyer for our conferences when we go yeah. to them, like the pass out and – video and all these things and it was a hit our video was great so i think yeah that was a really good video dude uh, i'll give you credit on that one that was really you've done the last couple you put out have been really nice like really really nice we're, we're trying to be better about making content now and, and we're trying to evangelize our our channel owners with ce coming and and, and then all this stuff i, I gave you a special idea like, too that i hope you run with i, I won't say it on this because i don't know if you want that to be a secret yeah i might have to hold you to it if we say it <laughs> you know what i'm talking about Starts with a G, uh, ends with an iffy. Oh, actually, <laughs> I just ordered some. Just ordered some because your because of your advice. Still your thunder. You no, can announce that. That was good advice. No, yeah. Well, that was that was good advice. So actually, the guy that I was going to is not doing it anymore. Yeah. So prices just went up for me like five hundred percent. So oh, oh that's hold fun. up here. By the way, so do you still use Fiverr? regularly yeah i use it a lot too that's actually a good hack i mean if you need stuff done fiverr's awesome fiverr for specific stuff right um because i would do simple stuff like simple logos and things like that if you have a pretty good idea what you want fiverr look at the reviews and stuff but dude you can get a logo done for five or ten bucks for real and if you want the vector files you may pay a little more but it's the best deal out there because these some people will be in serbia or australia or whatever and with graphic stuff i don't care where you are if you're good with graphics you're good with graphics voiceover stuff not as much well maybe some of them are good 50 bucks on fiverr was our intro to the pot and outro it was really really good oh that's awesome 
you know? Well, I mean, it, you, you only need it like with Fiverr, it's automation. So think of it very like binary, right? It's, it's ones and zeros. So you've got to tell them exactly what you, you want do. and they're going to produce that. So be ready, be prepared. And then when you need someone who knows the computer skills or whatever, you know, they can execute it even from writing a blog or whatever, but you're yeah. going to have to give them every detail. So that's where it's great to don't go do there. Stuff. If you're trying to get like conceptually an idea of like, I don't really know. Why don't you just run wild no. with it? That it's not going to work there, but no. And then usually what they'll use is like, well, they'll use like preloaded templates and stuff. Yeah. And so you'll get a logo and you're like, oh shit, uh, someone else has my logo. And I don't too. blame them because they're going to so, start with something that's simple for them, you know, especially for that right. price range. It's to make money. Yeah. And and they got now where you can like have real pros, the same thing could cost you $50. I'm not saying the same thing. I just mean like the range of price is crazy, but you can filter it all out. And I would say for like simple stuff, you have a really good idea. Fiverr is a really good hack that marketing companies probably don't want you to know about. <laughs> it's true it just is yeah i mean you know it, ones it, won't care it, there's so many there's so many people now in millennials that want to work from home and that want to have be essentially a business owner or a consultant so don't don't be afraid to like you know reach out to someone who may be you know working at i don't know best buy as that senior director yeah. of content you know a lot of them are you know happy to have these side hustles like my developers do and all this other stuff no matter if they're at a big company or small they everybody's usually got some kind of side hustle. So somebody told me I should get, I should make a business out of making those posters with the faces there. I'm like, no, <laughs> I was like, not a chance. Cause somebody, like, you know how much profits in dental implants? Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, those profit margin. <laughs> wait, hey, 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 let's not give away all the secret sauce now. <laughs> That's not what this episode's about. Is it? <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. What I like about nowadays is somebody's figured out a way to make certain aspects easier. And so, you know, what we're kind of, long way getting to is content creation. The tools are there. It's just jumping in, but you have no excuses. I, I get tired of now the excuses because I had this excuse. I don't know what to do or how to do it. Just try whatever. It's cheap now. You can do whatever you want. It's easy to make. Nobody can keep you from making something that looks professional content. If that's what the look you're going for, you know? Instead of your next study club, having someone come talk about oral path, why don't you have someone come talk about this kind of stuff? Uh, you know, how to actually make your practice an, in, an influencer, uh, a media <laughs> in, in, well, in house, make it a media house, right? Teach your team. The lecture I did, the study club was like social media hacks, but there's a lot of people who can give that lecture too. a lot. <laughs> if you gamify posting content for your social media channels within yeah. your practice and your team actually enjoys making content for you and you've got at least Four, three, four, five healthy bodies, you know, capable of making That's some really great content. Yeah, gamify it, like give them a reward for whatever piece of content gets like the most engagement or whatever likes or whatever. Yeah. You know? Whoever gets the most this week, That's or you know, idea. how you make it fun and make that culture internally, but then bring someone in that says, like, look, Adobe's got some sweet apps, you got this, you can do this, yeah. you can do this, you do this. Here's how to do dental photography, you know, bring in someone like that. Cause like that's the other problem. Like some people out there, like, dude, seriously, if you got an iPhone seven, first of all, that shouldn't be what you're taking photos with in the first place. We all need a better, more professional setup. But secondly, dude, it's an iPhone seven. You're way behind the game, man. You need to catch up and get something a little bit better quality. Cause if you're posing that stuff, people are clowning on you, no matter if it's great clinical work or not. They're just like, dude, who's this old fogey? You need some rich photos and videos. If you're going to put content online, if you can't have pixelated content, that is a no, no, no. 
You know what I mean? It's just too yeah, yeah. easy. There's, there's, too to, there's just no excuse anymore. The hell, those photo day cameras we use are so tiny. Those little tiny things, oh, man. Those those, things those, the Chinese. I was just uh, with Curry today. He had the octopus arm coming out of that post that you shared. Like it, it always looks like uh, what was that movie with Tom Cruise in? Uh, yeah, oh, uh, the Mission Impossible. Not one? the Mission Impossible one, but the one with <laughs> that one too, kind of actually. But like the alien one, where there there's really long arms and legs, like almost like octopus oh, or whatever. Uh, in, into the invasion world, uh, or whatever. It's from like an yeah, old yeah, radio yeah. show. It just looks like an octopus alien arm coming in. It's so awesome. It's probing time, baby. Yeah, yeah, set up like, fast, so like I pushed. Like they were forgetting to record, so I pushed record. Brian Linky grabbed it and just angled it, and it was done. Like there was setup was like he's done. It's cool. Stuff like that needs to be set up. Like you could do a Pico setup, like have big booms and cameras mounted, or like the Stanley's, cool. like that. The, that's incredible, yeah. dude. Like Stanley's production is Curry Lippitt's got that but kind of setup too, and that's awesome. But you don't have having to. someone put an iPhone in the face of the patient where like that's that is bad just move. That, that I'm telling you, it's going to backfire on you down the road. This is going to come back on you. They're like, well, this was posted on Instagram, and we had an infection. So did you have a front desk person? I think it's better to do them with iPhones for like an interview or a testimonial because they're comfortable with it, uh, but not clinical photos as much. It's different. Like I'll get in there with an iPhone, take a shot of a certain thing if the patient signed off, but they're out. Do you know what I mean? And so it's a little different. It's just, it's, it's going to hurt you in a lawsuit. If you've got on your Instagram a case and that case got, had some complications. Well, like riding a hoverboard and, and extracting out. a tooth. Like, <laughs> A dog. Right, right. Like we just saw that guy, 43 counts, right? Oh my God. Uh, so I think that they need to, you know, have someone in the practice that's dedicated, that gloves in, that's sterile, that they have a de- an actual camera that they're not right in the patient's face, you know, get one of those nice DSLRs yeah. and get you some nice photos like that. Like that's okay too. I'm not saying, you know, the, you just the iPhone in the face thing for the clinical, no way. And then for your, your patient testimonial, I agree the iPhone's good, but that setup that we found, I think you were with me when we, uh, in the lecture, we talked about the B&H photo where it has the iPod padcaster oh, yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, We put the, or the iPad in this little yeah. plastic holder. It holds a That's mic. better. has a little flashlight. For your testimonials, it's like 800 bucks with the regardless, iPad. Well, my, my encouragement is don't wait to get that $800 thing. Just start doing it with your iPhone. Do you see what I'm saying? Like patients are okay with that. The more shit sure. you add to sure. it, the more it feels like a studio. Whereas we are used to having an iPhone in our face every freaking second of every day. No, I agree. Yeah. Like patients don't seem to be as shy with it because they're used to it or whatever. So, And those like, man, that content is the best. When they sit in the chair and they post something. And like, I know we all say like, it's not good to have the videos of them all drugged up on propofol Fuck, coming back. That's my favorite. And, you know, <laughs> but let's be honest. How many people have made the news because oh, of dude, that? Putting their kids on there, mouth. like the stuff that comes out of their mouth. I, my mom told me what yeah. I said when I came out and I can't say it on here. <laughs> let's just put it that way. Well, like, well, like, I don't remember who it is. Um, someone's oral surgery shirt says we pull out because they, and then, <laughs> and like, you know, make a funny shirt. So like if they do make that video, like give it to them. That's hilarious. And for man. surgery, like here's your surgery day shirt. So you don't get any blood on your shirt. If it happens to, you know, spit or drool or anything. And like, but it has a nice little hashtag on it. Right. So then if they do share that video, boom, there you go. You had it. Met Renesha says, I never pull out. <laughs> I, I, well, there's an Instagram handle on there. And shout out to him. It's, it's the letter I dot pool dot out. And it's normal surgeon. Funny, dude. 
And then there's what? Uh, Bone Gums and Harmony. That's another That's one I love. That's a great name, dude. Well, like Her Holiness the Pulp was one of the funny. Like, I started oh, following yeah. that before I even like looked at her content. I'm like, that name alone tells me she's going to have incredible content. Just so funny. There's some good names out there. So funny. Yeah, dude. I mean, look, I, I get the crassness of I pull out. But I mean, like, it's the Neural Surgeon Volunteer. So it's, the play on no, words is pretty awesome, funny. Man. But. You know, uh, but if you become, if you make something clever like that, you know, and then, you know, I got, I got sedated or something is your hashtag, whatever yeah. it is. But because at the end of the day, it, I know that like our industry has been very rigid and stuff and we're like, oh, well, we can't talk about being sedated. It can't be comical. There's complications that could have, they could have high blood pressure after that. Yeah, you know, whatever <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it at the end of the day, it's already happened. So either get on board or get the hell out of the way. Yeah. But don't be mad when your is your competitor capitalizes on it and is crushing you because he's just they, the audience she, he, and the platform and make sure it's all legal consent and stuff and we're good. You know what I'm saying? Like we're Golly, good, dude. If you aren't having a consent form in your practice right now, there's got to be like a thumbprint or something we can do that even speeds that up because you know there's a lot of people who don't do that. Like I just know. That there's a lot of people now. I think it should be a blockchain thing. I really yeah. do. I, I this is where blockchain technology it doesn't is killing. Like if we had patient to freak patients out, it just needs to be easy, just easy for everybody's sake. You know what I mean? It does. And dentistry does not have easy. I posted. I was like, you know, the Windows Seven is completely out of date. Like it's done now. Yeah. And now, like most of our dental softwares are still working on like Windows Eight and Ten or, or eight, eight and whatever the next yeah. one. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. It's such an antiquated industry. Uh, all right, here, I want to give a couple way, more things away, like podcasting. So I want to do a podcast, I think we like two years ago now, or a year and a half, we started talking about, you know, especially in sales, like it's a great way to get interaction with people. I had this conversation with a marketing company yesterday with their CEO, and I'm like, you, why on earth are you not doing this? I go, mine is less, I don't use it locally really to sell anything. I, I, I don't really care about that. But the connections it's made, the people I've contacts and the stuff I've learned, having David Bebay on, getting an hour with him. What's the value of that? A lot. I mean, yeah, like right. the knowledge gained. But I don't understand why more people with businesses don't do that and and have fun with it because this is the next platform that still has plenty of space. So if you want to do it, like we use Podbean to upload it. And if I can figure this out, I promise you, everybody can. Blake can attest to that. Like if I can do it, I'm not patient at all. So billion like hosting sites, we even have our micro site on theirs because it's just easier and shows all our episodes. And I just forward a domain. Audacity, if you're doing something locally to record, you it's free editing software, so you can download it on any system. Uh, what's the mic that we both have? The the blue? We I tried around. I messed around with a bunch of mics. This is so uh, much better. It's it's a Yeti Yeti Blue. Yeti Blue. So instead of buying like ten different mics for like twenty bucks a piece, just spring for the hundred and thirty bucks or whatever it is because it's really really good. Maybe they'll send us a free one now. And then. Uh, what else do we use on this thing? Oh, and then I use Fiverr again to edit, crop it out, like balance all the sound. Like I don't like doing that because it takes too long. So I spend like 12 bucks an episode to on Fiverr with a guy. I think it's Brian McLean or something on there. Come up on Fiverr. Brian. I'll actually, yeah, 12 bucks to edit and crop it and put all their intro music and, and balance everything out. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'd rather pay $12 and do it. It's so easy nowadays. And, and especially like if you have a team already of employees working for you in a practice, yeah. you've got a team to help this. You just got to coach it, man. You like, like, just coach it, like just coach it and then let it go out. Or even if you're like, let's say that you're working, um, your regional manager for a, a implant company or a dental company, have a strategy work with your team, come up with the idea. And, and, and like, what, what's his name? Um, 
uh, Gary Goldenrod. What was that you showed me? <laughs> Gary Goldenrod. Well, give him a shout out, dude. I love that crap. It's, uh, dude, they did. It was funny. It was different. It's, it's and, funny, and dude. it's pushed to the limit that I love it. It's going to evolve. It's going to evolve, but it's, it's a regional manager for Nobel. And he yeah. made like a series about this, you know, misogynistic, you know, cliche sales manager. And, and then really the good. atmosphere that what their interviews were like. Just the stuff he's saying about the corporate side. Thank you, man. Because I feel like he's doing it in a very different way with a lot of, especially our first episodes we're doing, just calling out the industry on stuff, even his own company. Just try, man. Yeah. Like try something. Like just go out there and do it. Like I think that it, ballsy because like very ballsy. It was a risk for him to do that, but I think it's worth it. He's gonna he did he's doing that on stage at I know for a fact at their meeting, their national sales meeting. What was a risk? They accepted it and they're celebrating it. I think goes to Nobel. Yeah, you're on that. seeing that more and more. You're seeing that more and more. And they're, they're and what's happened is now these companies are losing that talent. Because the these people that are doing this are growing beyond that company, and if that company doesn't embrace it early and and, and let the atmosphere, you know, create an atmosphere for that to succeed, then they end up losing that talented person because that person becomes entrepreneurial. Because at that point, you already got that kind of yeah. that, that bug, that disease in like entrepreneurship, right? And so I think that that's where these companies right now they're all looking like, how do we start? What do we do? What do we integrate? You've got people already doing this within your company, like, and if you highlight them, it will build loyalty. I promise it will not. But do what you think. Oh, yeah. They're so afraid of like, well, if we make them a big deal and they leave us, it's not that you can't operate out of fear. It is loyalty. Look what Bisco has done with Roland. Oh yeah, dude, they'd have done a great job. They said you are an amazing personality. We're going to snag you up. He he goes to the shows with them and everything else. Like he is so talented, and and he's so animated. The series he's doing on Instagram. I mean, he's doing a lot of he's it in Spanish. Funny, dude. This guy is he's awesome. Funny. He's awesome. His his breakout was beers and bonding, and it was like over seventy people in a forty person Brilliant. breakout. You know, drinking beer on a fourth at four thirty on a Saturday. So I think that you've got to find a way to. You got to find a way to try to embrace that and, and, and in your own art and then if utilize your team and then take all this information that we've given you today and use these hacks. Yeah, and, and do do us a solid here. Tag us if you put some content out there. Not to like promote us, just tag us so we know. Um, like the all-in podcast, you built you did something with Canva or whatever. Just tag us in that post for that reason, right? And maybe mention that you did or, or just DM us. Here's a piece of content that I did. I just want to see if like, people are yeah. getting value out of that because we're not bringing this stuff. We don't make money off of it, but if it helps you guys, that's awesome. So to do us that solid one, it'll make it easier for us to go pitch them and make <laughs> them pay for uh, our content. And then, I didn't want to say that out loud, but you know, and, and two, it helps Shane's mom know that there's more people listening than just her. Cause she's still thinking it's just a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I love my mom. She's the best dude. <laughs> Big supporter, man. You know what's funny is Zach's mom is exactly the same. Like every post implant compare has made from the beginning. I'm shares everyone on Facebook. She didn't figure it out Instagram yet, but on Facebook, man, she will share that. Uh, I love her man, for there's it. There's nothing wrong with a mom that loves you, nah, man. That's she's, awesome. she's, shout out to Karen Parkinson. That's my mom. How you doing, mom? She'll, she, she's going to cry because of that now. I guarantee it. Watch. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, hey, bye, bye everybody, and my mom. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time on the All In Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the All In Podcast. See you next time.